You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ready to go with this week five edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden. I'm Derek Gunn along with Dan Shabazzian. And Dan, week number four was probably uh, the most unpredictable week of this young season. All right, give me the numbers because I'm sure they were slanted in your favor, which means I'm going to have to start watching numbers closely again this season. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, we had some weird games uh, go the other way. I mean, we had a Jets win last week. Uh, which obviously we both got wrong. Uh, I won last week, though. I went 10-6, and, and you went 9-7. and seven. So you've won the last two weeks? Yes. By one game? Yep. Keep it close. Something's not right here. <laughs> I'm going to have an auditor come in and have you audit it. Have you, all your numbers audited, man, because something's not right. Hey, you can have my notebook if you want. <laughs> well, all right. Well, week four is behind us, and now we have week five. And wow, some interesting matchups in week number five. So let's jump right into it. All right, we're going to start off on Thursday night. We have a great game this Thursday night. We have the Rams at the Seahawks. The Rams are getting two points in Seattle. Wow. Well, let's see. I, I, I'm still shocked that the Rams got freight trained by Arizona. Before that game, I had said publicly on a number of platforms that I thought that hands down the Rams were the best team in the NFC and possibly the most complete team in the NFL. And wow, did Arizona make a liar out of me because right now Arizona's the best team in the NFC. As for Seattle, they got a break, man. Jimmy Garoppolo went down early in the game with an injury, with a calf injury. Um, and, you know, Seattle took advantage of it. Rams getting to a two, two and a half on the road in Seattle, did you say? Uh, two points. They're getting two points on the road in Seattle. Uh, there's no way that the Rams are going to have two back-to-back bad games like uh, like that. There's no way. They have too much on both sides of the ball. And even though Russell Wilson is Houdini, the Rams have the personnel to match up against whatever they throw out. I'm going to take the Rams with the points on the road. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Rams. And the Rams' offense isn't going to have the same problems they were having last week. Uh, that Seahawks defense, as we've seen throughout the season. And, and like you said, last week, the, the Niners had Garoppolo go out early in the game. Uh, the Rams are not going to be as easy to play defense against as, as the Niners were last year with a rookie quarterback getting thrown into the fire like that. 
Uh, I'm going with the Rams with the points here, but it's going to be an entertaining game. Yes, it is. Uh, on Thursday night. I, I, I like how we're getting some good games on Thursday nights this year. Yeah, back-to-back uh, NFC uh, West battles for both of these teams. Rams coming off a game of the Cards, and, of course, Seattle coming off a game of the 49ers. That's right. And moving over to Sunday, we got the Jets at the Falcons. The Falcons are getting three points at home in Atlanta. Oh, the uh, Jets, Robert Sala, finally gets his first win as a head coach of the National Football League. A shocker, overtime win over Tennessee. Uh, And the Jets defense, playing Robert Sala-style defense, had seven quarterback sacks. Zach Wilson played a much better game, and he's got some weapons to throw to. Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, Jamison Crowder. Falcons, boy, they blew a lead against Washington and lost that game. Uh, Matt Ryan did what Matt Ryan does. He threw for four touchdowns in that game. Uh, Corderell Patterson, I mean, this dude plays wide receiver, running back, kick returner. He probably would be a great concession salesman as well if he wanted to. Um, But here's my shocker of the week. I'm taking the Jets. It's a mild shocker. I'm taking the Jets in this one in an upset. Really? Wow. So just just got you after one one win. They they got you on their side. I'm on board this week with Robert Sala. Uh, No, I can't do that. I'm going with the Falcons this week. Uh, The Falcons, like you said, they blew it last week against the the Washington football team. And Corderell Patterson, man, this guy just scores touchdowns over, like, in any position you put him in, he just finds a way to get into the end zone. This is more of me not trusting what I saw from the Jets last week uh, than I am uh, really picking the Falcons this week. Uh, But, hey, I don't trust the Jets. I'm still going with the never pick the Jets uh, mantra that I've had the last few years. Um, yeah, Falcons with the points on Sunday. All right. Next, we have the Packers at the Bengals. The Bengals, uh, or sorry, the Packers are getting three points in Cincinnati. Uh, I'm surprised the Packers are getting that many points considering they are banged up. They are banged up considerably at some key positions. Uh, Zadara Smith is still not back. He had back surgery. He may not be back this season. And then uh, Jair Alexander had a shoulder injury. He could be out for a significant amount of time. Their best cover corner. Um, Preston Smith is nicked up as well. They've got some injuries on that on that defense, and they're going into Cincinnati playing a, a young Bengals squad. The Packers defense has really played well the last two weeks. Um, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow. He's a young, up and coming quarterback. He's one of the new young guns who's going to make a name for himself in the National Football League. Um, you know, he had 348 yards against the Jaguars, but again, it's the Jaguars. They almost lost the game against the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are like a, a triple-A team, you know, until they get some pieces around, you know, Trevor Lawrence down there. Joe Mixon uh, is day-to-day with an ankle injury. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take the Packers. I don't like the points, but I'm going to take the Packers in a road win at Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Packers here too, but the Bengals, it, it kind of depends. So the Bengals, if if uh, Joe Mixon is able to be a full go on Sunday, the only way that they can win this game, I think, is if they control the, the, the clock and are able to keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. But I don't think that's going to happen. I am taking the Packers. Uh, it's going to be a shootout, though. I mean, both of these defenses, like you said, the Packers' defense is, uh, has a lot of injuries, and the Bengals' defense just isn't very good to begin with. Uh, I'm going with the Packers here. And I am going to take the points with that. Uh, it's, it's only three points. I'll take the points for, uh, with that. Uh, next, we have the Lions at the Vikings. The Vikings are getting seven and a half points in Minnesota. I feel bad for Detroit. I really do. Um, I don't like either one of these teams because they're in the NFC North. 
Uh, the Vikings found a way to lose a game against the Browns at home. They were held to seven points. Cleveland does have a good defense. They were held to 65 yards rushing against their Browns defense. The Lions just can't get out of their own way. Um, and eventually the Lions are going to win a game, but I don't think it's going to be in Minnesota. I think Minnesota has just too much firepower for them on offense, and I think their defense is just good enough to control anything that uh, Jared Goff and the Lions offense tries to throw at them. I think Minnesota gets the, gets this one hands down at home. Yeah, I agree. The Vikings offense is just going to be too much for them. And like you said, Cleveland has had, has had a few great performances this year defensively. Uh, I'm going with the Vikings here. Um, the Lions are, like I said, like I've been saying throughout the year, I think they're going to be probably the worst team in the NFL this year. Uh, I just don't, I don't trust Jared Goff. I don't really like anything they have offensively. Um, DeAndre Swift has looked good in times, but I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Detroit. I think they're going to uh, have a rough year this year. You think they're going to be worse than Jacksonville? They might. They really might. Wow. Hey, I like Trevor Lawrence more than I like Jared Goff, and I don't see much else on that Lions team to make me think they're better outside of uh, the quarterback situation. Wow. Okay. All right. So, uh, next, we have the Broncos at the Steelers. The Steelers are getting one point in, in Pittsburgh. Ah, Broncos got exposed. Well, you know, Teddy Bridgewater went down with an injury. I believe it was a concussion, so that hurt as well. Uh, but the Broncos, they had built their reputation on wins against the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars. And I knew going into that last game, I just wasn't a firm believer in the Broncos. Um, Pittsburgh, what a mess Pittsburgh is right now. Man, they can't get out of their own way. Mike Tomlin, though. When Mike Tomlin gets that scowl look on his face, you know something's going to change in Pittsburgh. People want Ben Roethlisberger benched in Pittsburgh already. They're tired of him already. They're saying he's washed up. But I do think because they're playing this one at home, especially if Bridgewater does not play for Denver, I'm going to take the Steelers at home in this game. All right. Well, I'm going to take the Broncos. I think Bridgewater will end up playing. Uh, I mean, he's still questionable. But I'm going to go with the Broncos here, mainly because of their defense. Their defense has looked great. Uh, through the beginning of this season and that Steelers offense we all know it, it, they have a hard time moving the ball and a hard time putting the ball in the end zone I'm going with the Broncos here uh, to go into Pittsburgh and get the win okay next we have the Dolphins at the Bucks, and the Bucks are getting 10 points in Tampa I, I don't have to spend much time on this one I, I think I think the Bucks might win this game by 20 points uh, the Dolphins are a mess they, they got they got blasted by the Colts of all teams um, I, I, you know, J- Jacoby, you know, Brissett, um, is, is, he's serviceable, but he's, he's not going to win many games for you, especially with that Dolphins team. It's a team that's, that's trying to find itself. They've lost three in a row. The offense is struggling. And you got to go into the, uh, the teeth of a hurricane down in Tampa uh, to play that team's defense and Tom Brady and that offense. I think this game is going to be over in a hurry. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks here with the points. I don't like anything I'm seeing from this Dolphins team. Uh, but the thing is, the Bucks do have a very thin secondary right now. Yeah, they do. Uh, it was a, I thought it was a great move bringing in Richard Sherman, and he comes into the game uh, uh, on Sunday night against uh, New England and immediately gets a fumble recovery. That guy just has a nose for the ball. I, I really like that they picked him up. But even with that, with that addition, they're very thin in the secondary. All that said... I'm still taking the Bucks, and, and like you said, I'm taking them with the points. All right. Next, we have the Saints at Washington. The Saints are getting one and a half points in Washington. 
Well, you know, Sean Payton is ticked off right now. The way they went about losing that game to the Giants, um, nobody expected that, I guess, except the Giants. Nobody believed in the Giants except the Giants. Washington, impressive come-from-behind win over the Falcons. Okay, it was the Falcons, but, you know, Washington could have laid down. They were down by eight points. Uh, in, in the latter part of the second half in that game. Taylor Henneke came out and just played played a great game for him. Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, obviously he's Henneke's uh, favorite target, but uh, I think uh, the Saints uh, go into the nation's capital and uh, just put a beat down on Washington. Uh, Washington's defense is still not where we thought it would be, and we're four weeks into the season. I don't think this one uh, would be as close as, as Washington may want it to be. I think the Saints win this one hands down. Really? So you, you think the Saints are going to run over Washington this week? I think the Saints have just enough to make it a double-digit win. Interesting. I'm actually taking Washington this week. What? Yeah, I, I like something about th- this kid, Heineke. He, if, if nothing else... He gives you a very entertaining game. He he takes risks, and sometimes they pay off, and sometimes they don't. We saw kind of both ends of it on Sunday, uh, but but he got it to go at the end of the game. He was making some amazing plays. That that touchdown to Terry McLaurin, where he's he's falling down. Terry McLaurin has to fight back to get to the ball. They're just they're a fun team to watch, and I can't believe after a few years the Washington offense has been kind of a rough one to watch. But this year they're very explosive, and fun to watch. I'm going with Washington this week. Okay. I got the Titans at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are getting four points. Oh, excuse me. The Titans are getting four points in Jacksonville. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about how the Jets uh, upset uh, Tennessee uh, in, in overtime. But, you know, Ryan Tannehill had, had no Julio Jones, no A.J. Brown. He was sacked seven times. Derrick Henry does what Derrick Henry does. I mean, the man had 33 carries for a buck 57. I think they're going to rely on that running game. Uh, down in Jacksonville, and I think they're going to put it to the Jags, and the Jags will end up 0-5 after this game. Yeah, I don't, not a lot of thought needs to go into this one. I'm going with the Titans for every reason you just said. Uh, yeah, going with the Titans with the points. Uh, next, we have the Patriots at the Texans. The Patriots are getting nine points in Houston. Well, that's based off the fact that uh, the Texans are coming off a 40 to nothing shellacking in Buffalo. I mean, the Texans, it's like they never even got off the bus in that game. And David Culley, I think he, uh, he, he's yelled enough at these guys already, and he's going to have them ready. But, but what a job Belichick did just keeping New England in the game with Tampa Bay. A, you know, emotional scenario, Tom Brady coming home and, and all that stuff. And the Patriots had a had a chance to win that game if the if a, if a potential go-ahead field go ahead and hit hit the upright. Um, you know, the Patriots might have pulled that game out. You don't know. But I know this, Bill Belichick uh, will have that team ready. Mac Jones will have a good game against his Texans defense. Patriots get this one on the road. I agree the Patriots are going to get this one. I don't know if they're going to cover the spread, though, at nine points. And I wanted to take something back I said earlier. I said the Lions are the worst team in the NFL. I think the Texans might be the worst team ah, in, in, in okay. the NFL. There you go. Um, but, yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. And that was very impressive uh, this past Sunday night, being able to stay in the game with the Bucks and, and almost win the game at the end. Uh, I personally don't think they should have went for that field goal. I think they should have maybe gone for it on fourth down. And I was surprised to see Belichick do that. Um, somebody who normally is, he, he takes those risks, especially knowing even if you make the field goal, Tom Brady's going to get the ball again. Yeah, yeah. So that, I thought I found that very interesting. But yeah, I'm taking the Patriots this week against the Texans. The Texans just look like a train wreck right now. Um, anyway, next uh, next we have the Bears at the Raiders. The Raiders are getting five and a half points in Vegas. 
Well, Raiders are, are going to be playing on a short week. Lost, lost a tough game against the Chargers on uh, Monday night. Great, entertaining game. Uh, Bears uh, coming off a win over Detroit, but it is Detroit. Justin Fields played better, do, didn't do anything impressive. Completed 11 out of 17 for a buck 88. Um, we don't know who's quarterback in the Bears week to week. Uh, Matt Nagy has already come out and said when Andy Dalton's healthy, he's a starting quarterback. So how's Justin Fields supposed to feel about that? Knowing that he's uh, you know, a short-term solution to the quarterback situation. I think John Gruden's crew bounces back in a big way and handles the Bears on Sunday. I agree. This is a rough a rough game for the Bears, especially it, it being in Vegas. I liked some of what I saw from Justin Fields. He had some great passes where that he dropped him in with some great touch um, down the field. But the Raiders just look like a, a more complete team right now. And they look like a team that's actually that's trying to make the playoffs this year and do some damage. Uh, I'm going with the Raiders at home as well. Uh, next, we have the Browns at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting one and a half points in Los Angeles. Man, this is going to be a good game. Two good defenses. Two young quarterbacks uh, going at it. Um, both teams have plenty of weapons. Um, I was really impressed with what I saw with that Chargers defense Monday night against the Raiders. I didn't know they, they were that fast. And that kid, that running back, Austin Eckler, they have. Man, is that kid like a human pinball, the way he bounces off people and gets the extra yards, keep the, keep the legs moving. Of course, the Browns have Nick, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. I, I'm going to take the Chargers at home on this one. I like what I'm seeing from the Chargers. I love what I'm seeing from the Chargers. I love watching Justin Herbert play. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how the Chargers offensive line is able to, to hold up against that uh, Cleveland front four, especially Miles Garrett. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers here too, but I think it's going to be really close uh, at the end. I think it's going to come down to the last possession. And the Browns, I mean, I think the Browns game plan is going to be uh, to control the clock, uh, to run the ball down your throats. But that Chargers defense, like you said, uh, against the Raiders looked really good. And it's good to see uh, Derwin James finally uh, be healthy. Uh, he's one of the most fun defensive players to watch in the NFL. Uh, but I'm going with the Chargers here. Uh, Next, we have the Cowboys at, oh, excuse me, the Giants at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are getting seven points in Dallas. Well, after what I saw Dallas do to Carolina's number one defense, uh, that's enough for me. I mean, they ran the ball 34 times for 245 yards against that defense. And the Cowboys were three for three in a red zone, and Dak Prescott threw four touchdown passes against that Carolina defense. The Giants, uh, lively, happy-go-lucky, nature lasted for one week. Even though it's an NFC East battle, you never know what's going to happen in a divisional battle. The way the Cowboys are playing right now, they are sending out a message that this ain't the same Cowboys you've been watching in recent years. Uh, Cowboys, get this one at home for sure. Yeah, like you said, this Cowboys team is different from the one we've seen the last few years. That defense flies all over the field. I can't believe I'm saying that. I thought they would be one of the worst defenses like they were last year. Man, Trayvon Diggs. He just, he's always around where the action is, uh, leading the league in interceptions. I'm going with the Cowboys here, and they're gonna, I, I think they're going to blow them out too this week. I, I just don't like anything I'm seeing from the Giants, and I don't believe in that win that they had against New Orleans. Uh, that, that seemed kind of off to me. Next, we have the 49ers at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are getting five and a half points in Arizona. Hey, Arizona showed me a lot the way they took it to the Rams in the Rams' backyard. Uh, Kyler Murray is playing out of his mind right now. Uh, they ran for 216 yards on what is a, what was a pretty good 
no, correction, a very good Rams defense. You know, the 49ers are going to be without Jimmy Garoppolo for a few weeks um, with a calf injury. That means uh, they're going to turn it over to Trey Lance. Arizona's defense is better than a lot of people thought it was also. They're a very fast, active, physical defense. I think Trey Lance is going to be running for his life. He's going to see some looks he hasn't seen before. He's going to be confused enough to where the uh, – I say the uh, Niners slipped to one game below sea level. Arizona remains unblemished. They'll go to 5-0. and Yep, I'm also going to take the Cardinals here. Their offense is one of the most fun offenses to watch in the NFL. Kyler Murray looks like he's playing at an MVP level. J.J. Watt has been a great addition to that Cardinals defense. To have him and Chandler Jones uh, – yeah, I love the Cardinals here. I'm taking them with the points. Uh, I, I, I am excited to see what Trey Lance is able to do, though, with a full week of preparation, playing at the, uh, the with the, the number ones. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I think it's going to be a closer game than people think, but I think the Cardinals pull away at the end. Now we have Sunday night, my game of the week. Uh, I think everybody's game of the week. We have the Bills at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting two and a half points in Kansas City. Man, you talk about bad, but Kansas City's defense is downright bad, giving up 461 yards of offense to the Eagles. And if it wasn't for the fact that they have such an explosive offense, they would have lost that game to the Eagles. Of course, the Eagles shot themselves in the foot in a lot of ways with the penalties. Uh, Buffalo is who we thought they were. Very solid team on both sides of the football. But because they're playing this game in Kansas City, and especially if uh, the Chiefs get their running game going, I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. All right. Well, this is my upset of the week. I'm taking the Bills here. I think uh, that offense just looks amazing. And their defense is, is playing much better than they did last year. Last year, they were giving up a lot of points. This year, I mean, they've had two shutouts. They shut out Miami in Miami, and then they shut out uh, Houston last week. I'm going with the Bills here. I, I think, oh! I think the Bills finally get over that hump. They, they've, they've been behind the Chiefs uh, the la- uh, last year, and I think they, they finally surpassed them this week. I'm really liking what I'm seeing uh, from the Bills this year. Okay, all right. All right, and Monday night we got the Colts at the Ravens. The Ravens are getting seven points in Baltimore. Um, Colts beat up on Miami. You know, um, Frank Wright came out and said that uh, – you know, the Carson Wentz that played against Miami was a, Carson, a little bit of the Carson Wentz we thought we were getting as a quarterback. Well, I can't wait to see what they say about him uh, after that Ravens because the Ravens' defense is fast. They're going to get after Carson Wentz. He's playing on two bad ankles. Uh, Ravens at home, a national primetime game. I don't think there's any way the Ravens lose this game. No way about it. I don't think the Colts' defense can stop Lamar Jackson and company. I agree. I'm taking the Ravens here too. I don't I don't believe in the Colts. They, I mean, they beat the Dolphins, but that's not very impressive uh, in 2020. I'm going with the Ravens here with the points. Uh, yeah, nothing really much to, to think about there. Alright, now we're going to talk about our own Philadelphia Eagles at the Panthers. The Panthers are getting four points in Carolina. Wow. Well, I will say this. Nick Sirianni called a much better game against Kansas City than he did against Dallas, so maybe he is learning as he goes along. But the Eagles defense is a sieve. It basically is a sieve. It can't stop anybody. I think you and I could 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 do some damage against this Eagles defense. I don't know what Jonathan Gann is doing on defense, but obviously he doesn't have the personnel or the playmakers to do anything close that maybe he thought he would be able to do and what he told us he wanted to do from, from OTAs through training camp. Um, and there's no playmakers whatsoever on that defense right now except for Javon Hargrave. That's it. As for Carolina, Carolina's licking his wounds, took his first loss in Dallas of the year. 
Did you know that Sam Darnold leads the National Football League in rushing touchdowns? Not Lamar Jackson, not <laughs> Kyler Murray. But Sam Darnold has five rushing touchdowns, and I think he's going to run for a touchdown in this game as well. There's a possibility Christian McCaffrey is coming back for this game. But even if he doesn't, with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson to throw to against his Eagles defense, I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. But until they prove me otherwise, I cannot pick the Eagles right now to win a game. Well, here's the thing. So All week, I was thinking the Eagles might be able to steal this one. But with McCaffrey coming back and the way their run defense has looked, and whenever a balanced offense goes up against this Eagles defense, they just look like whenever they're playing the run, it's a pass. Whenever they're playing the pass, it's a run. It, the, the defense is just a mess. And then you add the fact that the Panthers' defense looks great this year. I'm going with the Panthers, too. It's it's gonna it's rough. It's going to be rough for the Eagles. I mean, you have the Panthers this week, and then you have to play the Bucks next week. Uh, on a short week. Yeah, on a short week. It's going to be rough. Uh, I'm going with the Panthers here. Christian McCaffrey, I think he's going to have a big day. Because unlike Kansas City's defense, porous defense at that, you know, Carolina will throw a lot of different looks and a lot of different blitzes. They like to come from everywhere. And so if there was ever a game where Jalen Hurts is going to have to get the ball out of his hands quick, it's this game. Can, can, can Carolina's defense force him into committing turnovers? That's going to be the key. I think Jalen Hurts may have to run more than he wants to in this game, and that's why I believe Eagles are in trouble against the Panthers in Carolina. Well, here's the thing. The Eagles need to start running the ball more. I mean, we, we sound like a broken record, and people, everybody's been saying that the Eagles need to run the ball. But in reality, if you want to slow down the pass rush, you need to run the ball and then operate off the play action so that the defense respects your run. That That's how you get Jalen Hurts more time, and, and we'll see if they do that. I mean, 10... 10 uh, runs designed for running backs last week coming off of what was it three two weeks ago against yep, Dallas yep yeah I mean we need some we need some runs there's no really other way to put it um it's a lot to put on Jalen Hurts to have to carry a team through the air week after week um but I again I, I still think the, the Panthers end up winning this one all right there you have it our week five picks for this edition of jumping the gun join us next week as we rehash who did what and who won the weekly picks. And, of course, we'll look ahead to week number six when the Eagles get ready on a short week to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So until next time, for Daniel, I'm Derek Gunn. So long, everybody. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.